Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Talk Recorded, Recorded live. live. Where did I love go? Hey, up a little Yes, where did our love go, all right? However, we are three weeks away from WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen. It is Royal Radio time for Monday, March 13th, 1-724-444-7044, caller ID 1-784-4-POUND. And this is episode number 84, I almost said the wrong episode, I meant to say 84, I got it corrected now. And yes, folks, we got a lot to dive into today. Of course, I'm your host, the Iceman, Jared D. Jerome from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And joining me down there in what could be a blizzard whiteout very soon, however, is the human suplex machine, John Gross. But right now, he is dry as a bone, as am I, as we are getting ready for what should be a very interesting Raw Radio show here this afternoon. John, how are you today? Good. Well, we got a lot to dive into, so let's get into it, as we like to say here every Monday, however, and tell you about the latest news. Of course, uh, earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, it was announced, however, that Rusev, of course, will not be competing at WrestleMania due to a shoulder injury, we understand. As a result, he will miss about three weeks of time, maybe a little longer. We're not really sure 100% yet, but at this moment, it looks like Rusev is out of WrestleMania altogether this year after competing the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. 
And the thing is, I mean, is it a torn rotator cuff? Is it a bruise? Is it a bump? I mean, is he just going to need rest? We're going to find out, obviously. And, of course, as we said, WrestleMania is in three weeks, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, those fans of you of the Bulgarian brute, if you will, handsome Rusev, if you will, however, and his wife, Lana, well, this year, how are going to be a little disappointed, however, because apparently they have told WWE how our officials, as of this weekend, they have now backed out of WrestleMania altogether. And as a result, he will need some rest and recovery time, however, due to a shoulder injury he suffered. I believe it happened maybe last week in Chicago after Fastlane. Maybe it was a few weeks before that. We're not really sure yet, but we're still going to keep you up to date on that. Speaking of WrestleMania, John, we got a big lineup already, however, and here are the matches that have been listed so far for the big event here in three weeks. It will be Goldberg versus Lesnar for the Universal title, Undertaker versus Roman Reigns, which was made official this afternoon, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton for the WWE title, Bailey versus Charlotte versus Sasha Banks as of now in a triple threat for the women's title, Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens for the U.S. title. The Andre the Giant Battle Royal, of course, involving Mojo Rawley and Apollo Crews have already thrown their hats into the ring. Also, AJ Styles versus Shane O'Mac, Neville versus Austin Aries, Nikki Bella and John Cena versus The Miz and Maurice, and Alexa Bliss defending the women's title against, quote, all SmackDown women who are available to compete. That would compete uh, probably Natty Neidhart, uh, Becky Lynch, uh, a couple other big names. Maybe Naomi could return by then, maybe not. We'll have to wait and see, but John, it's shaping up to be one super wild roller coaster ride down there in Disney World in three weeks. Oh, yeah. And right now, I mean, with the announcement of Undertaker and Roman after what happened last Monday night in Chicago following Fastlane, however, you can imagine how the tension is going to continue to build up in the weeks coming. Of course, tonight, Monday Night Raw is in Detroit Rock City, if you will, at the Joe Louis Arena for the last time, which is one of our other stories we're following today. The Joe will be closing out their final final facility show, however, for WWE tonight, however, and it's going to be an emotional night. I can remember the first time I watched action from the Joe back in the day, however, but now the WWE is going to say farewell to the Joe and Grand Style tonight, however, as they close it out in Detroit Rock City for Monday Night Raw for the last time. Your thoughts about the Joe closing up shop after 35 years? Certainly a lot of things happening now in the Joe Louis Arena. I mean, you had The Undertaker win the WWE Championship in this building over Hulk Hogan. Yep. Uh, um, Ric Flair and Ronnie Garvin back in the back in the day, 1987, if you remember, at the old NWA uh, territory. Uh, they used to have some shows there, I remember. And the yeah. And the House um, of Auburn Hills. I mean, certainly um, Survivor Series. The Austin incident, if you remember. That was one of the most... Uh, up-to-date incidents, and now you got this one. I mean, uh, it's it's going to be an emotional night, no question about it. In Detroit, however, and of course tomorrow SmackDown will be held, barring the weather, and that's another thing we'll get to in just a second, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be in my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, at the PPG Paints Arena. I will be attending that show tomorrow night, as uh, tickets are still available. I believe we're close to being sold out for that show. I know there's still seats available for tonight's show in Detroit, barring the weather. But, uh, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of great memories over the years that Detroit has had, however, when it comes to wrestling, however. I mean, whether it be from the WWE, whether it be from the NWA, whether it be from any territory, however. But uh, it is going to be an emotional night, no question about it, the Joe. And, of course, the big show earlier this weekend tweeted out a message and told everyone at the Joe, thank you for uh, making my memories uh, memorable. Of course, he made his debut, as you mentioned, against Hulk Hogan back in 1995 at Halloween Havoc. I think everyone remembers that night. You mentioned The Undertaker and Hulk Hogan, another great moment of 91. I mentioned Ric Flair and Ronnie Garvin in the Steel Cage of 87. Uh, we also talked about Survivor Series 98. I mean, there's just uh, so many memories. You cannot put one good memory on at the Joe, however, that really sticks out for you. And it will be an emotional night, no question about it, in Detroit Rock City. 
1-724-444-7044, call ID one three seven four four. You can join us right now. And joining us on the line right now is the Heartbreak Kid himself, as he is here now, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. yes, it will. And here he is now, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't have to. In- I was about to introduce him now, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, the Heartbreak Kid himself, the showstopper, the main event, the man who is also bundling up for the big snowstorm here in Pittsburgh as much as me. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Fonzie. Fonzie, how are you today? Good, buddy. How are you? We're doing good, thanks. We were just talking about, yeah, Detroit Rock City will be closing out in style tonight, How You can imagine after what happened in Chicago last week as far as Raw goes, and I mentioned to John just now, it has been made official. Roman Reigns and The Undertaker has been announced for WrestleMania. we got a great lineup already. We also heard about Rusev going to be out of WrestleMania due to a shoulder injury, and we're not sure how long he's going to be out of action, but uh, let's get your thoughts about uh, Rusev's uh, shoulder injury. This kind of uh, changes his plans a little bit going into Orlando this year. Yeah, but you know what? I think he's faking it. Well, I don't think it was a fake. I mean, I saw the video. I mean, he made cracked. I think it was over, I think it was this past weekend or maybe last Monday in Chicago or maybe last Sunday in Milwaukee. They said he had a tough time when he left the arena last week or this weekend lifting his arms. And, I mean, he was really carrying his bags. And it looked like a crack, maybe some some shoulder damage. Maybe he overdid it in the ring. Maybe he did some overwork in training. I don't really know. But we're going to have yeah. to see. But uh, this kind no, of uh, changes. Yeah, for him, for him and Lana to miss WrestleMania this year, however, at this moment, and they say that he is questionable, but I would say he's out of Mania all the time unless they have a backup plan. Uh, this kind of stinks for him. You're exactly right. Uh, another thing we're going to talk about, guys, uh, that happened over the past week, and it's kind of a sad story, is Cowboy Outlaw Ron Bass, who passed away last week of a first appendix at 67. Our good friend, Mr. Michael Samuelson, came on the uh, uh, radio network last week, however, to share some stories about Outlaw Ron Bass. I think we all remember Ron Bass back in the day in the mid-'80s, however, when he uh, suffered from Brutus the Barber Beefcake. He also had that big black whip called Betsy. Uh, our thoughts and memories are still uh, fresh in ba- our minds with Bass, Howard, and his family and friends. Of course, we're very sorry to hear about your loss. Uh, John, your thoughts about the passing of another great legend in Cowboy Ron Bass. <laughs> yeah, I remember that moment where he hit Piper, I mean, Beefcake, and that with Miss, Miss Betsy. Oh, yes. Well, Bass paid for it in 89 when Beefcake shaved his hair. Yes, he did. That's right. Yes, and he had some great battles back in the day, like we mentioned, and uh, teamed up with guys like Rick Harris, Black Bart. Uh, he took on J- he had JJ Dillon as a manager. Uh, he was a very unique individual from the Florida Territory, taking on guys like Dusty Rhodes and all those guys back in the Florida Territory. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about Ron Bass's passing last week at the age of 67 due to a burst appendix? It's a shame. Yeah, yes, it's a shame. Every, yeah. almost like every week. We hear some bad news. Yes, you do. All the time. Yep, you do. I mean, we've had it with uh, George Steele. We've had it with Ivan Koloff. We've had it with Superfly. We've had it with Nicole Bass. And now Ron Bass joins the list, however, so far here in 2017 of people we have to say goodbye to. But we'll always remember. Certainly no question about it. No question about Mm -hmm. it, guys. Well... On a positive note, guys, as I mentioned, of course, tomorrow night should be a very interesting night, of course, beginning at 7 p.m. Join Gerard T. Smith, of course, however, filling in uh, for me eventually, and I'm sure he'll have a guest on or two, however, with Wrestling Revisit at 139926. And at 9 o'clock, we will be recapping tonight's Raw tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on the Revolution Show, 138055-pound. So be sure to check us out. And then on Wednesday, folks, we got a triple stack for you beginning at 6.30 with Outside the Ropes. 141387 is the first show, of course, at 6 Mr. WCW and myself will be talking about the non-wrestling news of the day. 8 o'clock, of course, join the Madness Kingdom back at the round table, 139925 pound. 
And then at 9 o'clock, we'll be talking about SmackDown from last Tuesday night's show, Howard in Pittsburgh. And, of course, I will give you my recap, Howard, as I will be live and in person from the event tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on Wednesday night, Howard, back on the Revolution show. And, of course, the caller ID is just like it is on Tuesday as well as Friday, each and every week, 138055-POUND. Gentlemen, some other news to talk about, obviously, of course, is the big March Madness basketball tournament coming up this week, of course. We know the four number one seeds are locked in. Villanova, North Carolina, Kansas, and Gonzaga. You had time to study your bracket. Maybe, maybe you didn't, Howard. But i got to ask you guys right now. I'm going to ask you at least one or two teams out of your bracket, if you've seen them or if you saw it, however. Who are the teams that are going to cut down the nets in Phoenix in three weeks? Fonzie, I'll start with you this time. Who's your two teams that you look at right now that could be a champion and could really challenge? Challenge for the championship. Um, I don't know. All right. I, I have no idea. You have no idea? It's all right. It's understandable. Nope. John, uh, what about you? Who do you like? I mean, and you probably maybe, I know you're not a big hooper, but uh, maybe you studied a little bit and saw it on the news or maybe read on Sports Center or whatever. I mean, what's your take? Um, I don't know, but I thought Virginia Tech. Or Virginia was going to do it. Yeah, that, well, they're in. They're both them and Virginia Tech are both in. Uh, the only teams that did not make it are like Syracuse, Illinois State. Illinois State had a pretty good year, 26-7. and seven. Uh, They kind of fell short of their mark, which, again, out-of-conference play kind of hurt them. Syracuse, of course, 18-14. and 14, They did not make it. Uh, those are a couple of the teams. But you look at these teams, they're 17-10, and 18-11, and 19-12. Some of them deserve it, but not all of them, you know. I mean, it, it gets bigger every year, you know. I mean, they have 68 teams already, and I've said this, I said this last year, and I'll say it again, and I keep on saying it every year when it's tournament time. Sooner or later, you're going to go from 68 to 75 or 76, maybe even 80. It seems like every year you have more teams than just punch their ticket than 68, because every year, however, you feel sorry for the runners-up or the co-runners-up, however, and they don't get a fair shake, you know. But at the end of the day, I always say this, however, play better competition, schedule better competition. That'll help you in the long run when March happens, however, because some of these teams, however, have a legitimate gripe. That's understandable. But at the end of the day, however, I always say, however, if you want to make it to the dance, you've got to do well in the early preseason, however, before conference play, because if you don't, however, you're in for a long, long season. No question about it. I agree. Well, my pick, guys, I'll tell you what. Uh, I like Villanova, the defending champs, again, obviously. I think they have a chance to make a serious run. But the team I'm watching out for right now, and I'm going to say this, people are going to say, you're crazy, is Arizona. I like Arizona and Sean Miller from Pittsburgh. I think the Wildcats could surprise some teams like a North Carolina, a Kentucky, a UCLA. I think they're going to give everyone a little bit of trouble in the dance. Everyone says they don't go very far and they don't get to the last round. Well, guess what? If they can get past the team like Gonzaga, however, and I think Gonzaga is a good team. Don't get me wrong. They have a great team and a good coach in Mark Pugh. But you know what, Howard? If they go up against an Arizona or a Kansas, I think Gonzaga could find themselves the first number one seed out of the dance. I think they're going to go out early this year. I'm going to say right here and right now, you heard it here today, that Gonzaga will not steamroll their way to Phoenix. I mean, you're starting in Salt Lake City. You're going to have to go all the way to Phoenix Tower in order to get there. I think you come up a little short in that because I think if you go up, like I said, against an Arizona or a Kansas or a UCLA, hell, even a Duke, you could be in big trouble. You could be in big, big trouble. And I think that's where uh, Gonzaga could be lying on the carpet when it's all said and done. Again, we don't know, guys. Three weeks from today, I could be saying I was wrong. I admit I was wrong. We'll talk more about that eventually. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we'd love to hear from you in as well, and get your thoughts about this and anything else we want to discuss here this afternoon. But in the meantime, 
We're going to now turn it over to the human suplex machine who has our birthdays and dates are from the past few days, including today. So let's go to him right now. Um, 53 years ago today, Antonio Noki made his professional wrestling debut in Hawaii. Hmm, interesting. Very interesting. 24 years ago today, this is a tragic situation. Yes. Adolfo Frescano, best known to wrestling fans as Dino Bravo, was brutally murdered in his home in Vimont, Quebec, Canada. Well, speaking of, let me talk about Dino for a second, guys. That, that's a good point. Good point, Sir John. Um, we, I remember seeing him back in the late 80s, and I heard stories about him in the 70s, however. I mean, to me, he was one of the few good Canadian athletes, however, that came out besides other guys like Benoit, Jericho, Mark, Mike, Mike Sharp, and all those guys. Uh, in, my, in your opinion, do you think WWE, however, has kind of done a disservice to him by not putting him into the Hall of Fame? John, I'll ask you that question. I don't think so. You don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame? I think he should. Oh, he should? Okay. Uh, Fonty, what about you? I remember, I'm sure you remember a little bit of Dino Bravo. Uh, what's your take about Dino Bravo? He'll get in next year. Okay, so next year you think. Okay. All right, very good. Okay, John, please. Continue. Okay, I, let me uh, let me tell you about this. Okay. Why he was shot dead. Yes, please do. On March 10th, 1993, he was found shot dead in his home while watching hockey in Vimont, Laval, Quebec. Yes. He was shot 17 times, 7 in the head, and 10 in the torso. Ooh. Though there were allegations that he had been involved in a cigarette smuggling ring, Yes, I remember it was not officially proven. Yes. Rick Martel believes his popularity in the Montreal area upset some members of the Mafia. Yes. Rascano, a nephew of Montreal crime boss Vic Controni by marriage, may have been linked to Controni's organization. In the days prior to his death, Rascano confided to friends that he knew his death was imminent. Yes. His murder's never been officially solved. Yes, I, I remember hearing that, however. I mean, there was a lot of people saying that, too, that, I mean, he had a lot of uh, outside uh, dealings with, like, the uh, Canadian mob. I remember hearing stories about that, and there was a monster talk that he uh, kind of double-crossed a lot of people, not just the mob, but his own family members, too. I remember hearing some stories about that, yes. 24 years ago in, in London, England, Sting beat Big Van Vader to win the WCW world title. Twenty-one years ago today on Nitro, the Steiner brothers made their return to WCW. Yes, that's right. And there's some talk still that the Steiners at some point should go in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I'm surprised this year they put uh, the Rock and Roll Express ahead of the Steiners. Because I thought the Steiners could have gone in this year. But you know what? I think eventually you're going to see the Steiners or the Rock or Midnight Express go in next year. I really do. Twenty-one years ago today on Raw from San Antonio, Texas. Mark Henry made his WWE debut in a pre-tape segment where he grilled fresh slam Jerry Lawler. Oh, I remember that. Yes, I too recall that, actually. And, of course, we of course later found out, of course, we would also see Mark Henry, uh, let's just say, have a hand in everything, shall we say, later. And joining us on the line right now, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome to the line my big brother from another mother, ladies and gentlemen, the king of kings, if you will. Yes, folks, I'm talking about Mr. Glorious, back on the air with us for the first time in a while. Let us bring him in now, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, G to the T to the S, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, how are you, my man? I am great. How are you all? 
We're doing good. We're hunkering down for the big storm of Stella coming in. I mean, it's up in the Midwest right now, and it's making its way towards us, and it'll be here later tonight into tomorrow morning. We're expecting three to six inches, supposedly, but we're not going to get buried as uh, other cities like New York, Philly, and uh, Baltimore, if you will. And uh, so that is a good thing. Uh, John's just giving us our birthdays and dates in history, but uh, John, we'll hold off on that for a second. I'm going to get Gerard's opinion on a few things here. Uh, Gerard, we were talking uh, as the show began today, a couple big stories. Obviously, the Undertaker-Roman Reigns match is now set for WrestleMania. Also, we know that Rusev, of course, will not be competing now at WrestleMania, we understand, due to an injury. And at this point, they say he will be out for some time. Uh, Your take on this and also about the announcement that Taker and Roman has now been signed for the big event in Orlando. I'm kind of wishy-washy on the whole Roman and Undertaker thing. I don't mm-hmm. know why they're doing it. Or, mm-hmm. So sure. I don't know how it will turn out. Uh-huh. And uh, the Rusev thing, I didn't even know he was going to wrestle at WrestleMania. Who was he going to wrestle? I think he was supposed to team up with, I think, I don't know if he had someone in mind. I mean, I don't know if it was going to be maybe him and Sami Zayn or him and someone else. I know they're kind of cooling down on Sami Zayn right now, and they kind of yanked uh, the thing out from underneath him. I don't know. I'm not really sure, however, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, also, guys, I just want to point out a couple of things, Sean, I brought this to my attention as we began the show today. First off, earlier today it has been announced and it has been confirmed now as of this afternoon that WWE has released Jack Swagger. So Jack Swagger is gone from the WWE. Uh, We'll get your thoughts, guys, on this in a second. And also this story, too. Eric LeGrand, the paralyzed Rutgers football player who last year suffered a serious spinal injury, is this year's Ultimate Warrior Award recipient. So uh, we have got to say congratulations to him, however, on... uh, uh, this award, I mean, this is a guy who, of course, will never play football, obviously, again, but who has uh, fought, fought back however, and braved the odds, however, despite the fact, however, he has a paralyzed uh, neck, however, from the neck down. Of course, he suffered an injury a few years ago. I think it was two years ago, I believe it was. As a result, however, Dana Ward will present the award to him at the Hall of Fame coming up two weeks from this Friday night, however. Gentlemen, I'm going to get your take on the Warrior Award and also Jack Swagger being let go. I'm going to start with John first on these two. John, you're up first. Okay, the warrior word I'll go with first. Okay. I gotta say, a good somebody finally got their just due. Um, the uh, Eric guy thing. Yeah. Eric Legrand. Uh, excuse me. Yes. I'm glad he's going in. Yes, I would agree. Well deserved. Well deserved indeed. And your thoughts about Swagger being let go by WWE? Well, and we knew it was about time. Yes. Well, I mean, they haven't done anything with him for a long time, it seems like. I mean, they've been holding on to him and holding on to him, it seems like, forever and a day. And last week we thought the release was coming, however, and I guess they had to wait a little longer. But finally, the pink slip came in this afternoon and just, uh, they said, okay, you can go wherever you want to go. Uh, My question to you is this, and I'll ask Gerard and uh, Fonzie the same question I'm asking you, however, and I'm going to ask you with this one-word answer. Does uh, Jack Swagger now go off to TNA or ROH? I mean, where do they go with him? Don, are you there? To me? Yeah, I was asking you, where do you think he's going to go? TNA or ROH? I mean, where do you think he's going to end up? Yeah. ROH. You're thinking Ring of Honor. Okay. Uh, Gerard, let's get your take on the award uh, 
that is going to be presented to this gentleman. However, the Rutgers football player who was paralyzed in the neck down, this is a very extreme high honor for him, even though he cannot play football again. This is a very going to be a very emotional night, no question about it, of him receiving this. Congratulations to him and his family, no doubt about it. And also, your thoughts about Jack Swagger being given his pink slip this afternoon by WWE. Well, it's very good that the, the young boy or the, the guy is getting that award, and it's a very great honor every year that everybody that gets that award, uh, the Warrior Award. So uh, congrats to him. Josh Beggar, I thought he should have been released years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't did nothing with him for years. No, they have not. You're they did exactly. him for years. Uh, they yeah. made him the world champion, and then after that it just went from downhill. And I think it will go to TNA because – uh, Dirty Dutch there is uh, running, well, not running, but he's writing, I think. So, mm-hmm. certainly. And he was shown uh, last week in his little cart there. Yes. So, yes. So well, I that, think he'll go there. Could they re uh, Could they redo a reuniting of the uh, the American angle with uh, Alberto El Patron and Swagger in your eyes? Do you think they go that way? Maybe. No, I think Alberto's on. Well, maybe, maybe, but yeah. uh, I think he's going after the world title right now, so I think mm-hmm. they don't put, well, maybe he can back him up, though. Maybe he can be his backup. Yeah, it's possible. That's very true. Yeah, that's right. Good point. Yeah, you bring up a very good point. Fonzie, what's your take of Eric LeGrand winning the award and of Jack Swagger being let go by WWE? Um, shock. Of which one? LeGrand or uh, Swagger? Both. Both? Okay, and where do you think uh, Swagger ends up? TNA, ROH? I mean, where's his next stop, do you think? I think um, US, USC. <laughs> USC, you say. Well, I know they've been talking. The one thing they have been talking about in USC, I know for a fact, how are, and you guys, I'm sure, heard all the news, how are, is McGregor and uh, Mayweather is official. We don't know what date. We don't know where yet. But, I mean, I talked to someone about this last night. I think, uh, yeah, I did talk to someone about this last night. And I think it would make sense if they would have the fight in McGregor's home city of Dublin because I think you can get a lot of people to come out for the fight and also spend the money to watch the fight on pay-per-view as well because I think people have been waiting a long time to see this fight happen. I mean, they weren't impressed with Pacquiao and Mayweather the last time. I think this time they changed their tune. At least I hope they changed their tune, if you will, for this fight because I can see this match become the biggest fight in about 20 years. This could be bigger than Tyson Douglas. This could be bigger than Tyson. Tyson freaking George or George Foreman versus Evander Holyfield. That's how big I think it is. And guest five now has just logged into the chat. Guest five, welcome. You've got Gerard T. Smith, myself, the Iceman, Jerry DiGiolmo, as well as Fonzie, the Heartbreak Kid, and, of course, the Human Suplex Machine. We're glad you're here this afternoon. So if you want to identify yourself, please tell us who you are. Uh, who you are, and if you have a question or comment, we would like to answer it for you right away. In the meantime, we'll go back to John now with birthdays and dates. So, John, uh, once again, the floor is yours. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. And while 
Uh, oh, it's uh, Chad, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. It's our good friend, Howard. He is checking in with us today. He wants to say hello to all of us. Okay, Chad, uh, good. You're glad you're here. you got Gerard, the man himself, myself, JD. you got Fonzie, and, of course, you got John with us. So if you want to have uh, any comments here, just leave a comment or two on the board. We'll be glad to answer a question for you or two. So uh, we're just uh, going on our birthdays and dates right now. We also talked a little bit about the WrestleMania uh, card as it's shaping up to be quite a show in three weeks there in Orlando, Florida. Okay, John, you got it. Yep, I think I do. Got it. Okay. March 11th, 2002, Hulk uh-huh. Hogan and Stone Cold Steve Austin met in the match. Yes. But not a particular match. Yes. It was a three-on-two handicap match. That's right, I do recall that, yes. It was Hogan, Nash, Hall against Rock and Austin in the Joe Lewis arena. How fitting that is, guys. And, of course, tonight's last night is in Detroit as well at the Joe. Yes. Yeah. Um, and a bit of 14 years ago today, at a SmackDown taping, Kurt Angle beat Brock Lesnar to retain the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. About the build main event had been moved up with Angle needing neck surgery, perhaps teasing the possibility of Lesnar winning the title and he going into the event with a different challenger, possibly Chris Benoit. Yes. The win was officially due to shenanigans by Team Angle. Yes, that's right. Um, Ten years ago, TNA presented Destination X from the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. Yes. A lot of people were upset about this, seeing the abyss in the last right match. Yes. And there were very audible chants of fire, Russo. Yes, that's right. I remember that, yes. Um, Nine years ago today, WWE announced that Jeff Hardy was suspended for 60 days. Um, let's see. Um, oh, 15 years ago today, the Raw before WrestleMania 18. Yes. Triple H and Stephanie's Bulldog Lucy was in the house. <laughs> Bulldog what? Bulldog Lucy. Oh, yes, okay, yes, 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 okay. Yes. And, uh, 2013, I understand that Sam Punk yes. disrespected the Undertaker's ceremony to Paul Bearer. That's right, and that got a lot of heat if you remember talking about Punk. We all know what happened last week, however, in Chicago. Yeah. And uh, before John continues, I just want to break in with uh, one college basketball story to report, and Fonzie, you can hear this too. Uh, they have now announced, as of this afternoon, that Jim Ferry has been fired as the Duquesne Dukes basketball coach after going uh, 21-65 in the A-10 and 60-97 during his five years, in which they finished 10-22 and this season, finishing by one point, however, uh, last Wednesday in the first round of the tournament this afternoon. Duquesne Athletic Director Dave Harper said in a statement, however, mind you, after five years, Jim Ferry has been relieved of his duties along with President Ken Gormley, yeah, Gormley, and they said as of now they are looking for a change. So apparently Jim Ferry is now on the outs with the Duquesne University uh, basketball program, and as a result, 
he has been relieved of his duties as of today. So there you go. Okay, uh, please continue, Don. March 12th. Yes. All right. If we can get it up. Do, do we have any first days at all from uh, the 11th at all? I don't think so. All right, we'll look into that then. Okay, while John's looking at that, ladies and gentlemen, let's remind you that this Thursday night, join Top Heel Inc., ladies and gentlemen, Gerard T. Smith, myself, and the Black Widow, beginning at 7 p.m., 14562. And then, of course, Wolfpack Radio, which should be an action-packed show again, as always, with our 90th show. I thought last week was our 90th show. Last week was our 89th show. This week it'll be our number 90, hitting a milestone, if you will, and the caller ID is 138521-POUND. So be sure to check that out this coming week. All right. Um, before John gets anything else, I think I did find a couple birthdays there, John. Uh, hold on a second. I'll tell you in a minute here if I can just find it. Uh, as far as Thursday goes, Pitbull Gary Wolf, we understand, turned 50. And Johnny Fairplay of Survivor turned uh, 43, as did uh, also, believe it or not, uh, Nidia Gerard, who back in the day we all know was, of course, uh, the somewhat uh, manager slash valet of Jamie By God Noble. Okay, please continue now. Yeah. All right. Come on now. And of course, we know that the SmackDown crew tonight will be attending uh, their show in Charleston, South Carolina. They were doing a show yesterday in Madison Square Garden, so that is where they're going to be tonight. So those of you in the Charleston, West Virginia area who are also going to be caught in the path of stealth, please be careful, please be advised, and safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. And um, Chad's uh, telling you now, uh, John, that you're uh, just trying to keep up to date, but you can't keep up to date, so uh, try to... Do your best, Tower. That's all he's saying right now. So go ahead. Uh, I'm trying. Okay, 34 years ago today, Greensboro, North Carolina, Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood beat Sergeant Slaughter and Don Thorndale in a field case to win the NWA World yes. Tag Team Champion. Don Noodle in Final Conflict. Yes, however, it was yep. a great. That was a great match. I remember that. That was actually one of the last times Carnoodle would be in Mid Atlantic for a while because I think he went to WWE after that for a little bit for about six months or so, and then he came back in early '84. I remember because he thought that uh, they had something planned for him. And, I mean, he didn't do bad in WWE during the time he was there. I mean, he was always like in the opening match or two in some of these shows, like in Philly and New York and in Boston and DC and Hartford, all these places. But I think he served really better in Mid Atlantic, being with guys like Ivan and Nikita Koloff, of course, and of course Barry Darso, aka Crusher Khrushchev. Okay, please continue. 24 years ago today in Randnor, Pennsylvania, yes. Jimmy Superfly Snuka beat Glenn Osborne in a tournament final to win the ECW television title. Yes, the first ever television champion. That's correct, yes. 22 years ago, Ryan Adams, known as WWE's crush, was arrested on drugs and weapons after anabolic steroids. Yes. Unregistered semi-automatic weapons, a stun gun, and marijuana were found in his home in Hawaii. Why would he need a stun gun of all places like a place like Hawaii? I'll never know. Okay. Uh, Adams would stack up 12 charges in the arrest and fled. (coughs) (coughs) No contest to 11 of them. Despite that, Adams still served jail time. For the gun possession, WWE would bring him back in August of 1996. Yes. Uh, 17 years ago today, ECW presented Living Dangerously 
Yes. New Jack and Vic Grands fought to a no contest. Yes. This match ended when New Jack and Grimes fell from a structure 25 feet high. Yes, I have this DVD, and I remember that match very well. It was also the match where I believe Super Crazy beat Rhino in the TV tournament final, wasn't it? Because Van Damme had vacated the title two days before. Yes. Yes, And the Impact players won the ECW Tag Team Championship. That's right, against Awesome and Raven. And this would be Mike Awesome's last ECW appearance for about a month or so until he came back and had to do uh, business in his way. However, he didn't feel like it was the right way, however. And uh, Chad is informing us, however, that he will be giving us his top moments in WrestleMania history shortly, so we're going to let him do that. In the meantime, while we're still working on birthdays and dates, so, John, please resume. In Cleveland, Ohio, that SmackDown tape and Maven beat Al Snow to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. Yes, that's correct. Um, what else? Um, one year ago today, WWE presented Roadblock. Yes, from uh, your neck of the woods, they're drawing up there in Canada. I remember this, yes. Uh, Triple H beat Dean Ambrose to retain the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. That was a good match. Yes, it was. I, I had a chance to watch that. And that was the night Brock squashed, uh, who was it? Luke Harper. That's right. He destroyed the Luke Harper that night. That's correct. Yes, I remember that now. Yes. And today would have been the 93rd birthday of May Young. A true pioneer, no doubt about it, however, no question about it, however. And also on Sunday, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and just to point out, we did mention the wrong birthday, however, as far as Nidia goes. She turned 38 yesterday. We also know that Hideo Itami turned 36, and also we understand that little Guido turned 45 on Sunday. So happy birthday to all those people on their birthday. No, as none, Zio. Yes, also known as Uh John, uh, I understand that WWE was down your neck of the woods, believe it or not, this past weekend near Fairfax. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't attend the show. Uh, are you planning to go to the SmackDown show, possibly maybe at the end of the month in Richmond? Have you got any idea yet? Um, I prefer better than going to D.C. So you're going to go wait till D.C., or are you going to maybe try to do it for Extreme Rules in May for Baltimore? Um, I don't know. That would but be a good I- but the I do enough. want to mention one thing too yes. on the on the radio. Speaking of DC, yes. Um, Ozzie and Geron, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but yes. for my birthday present, yes, I have tickets to go to Washington and Baltimore for the baseball game on May 11th. Very nice. Very nice. That'll be a good. That'll be a good. That'll be a good game to see. Hopefully, it'll be a good matchup. Hopefully, Strasburg is pitching that day. That'd be a great game to see. No doubt about it. Of course, the Pirates start spring training here in four weeks. I know. Uh, from uh, just, I mean, I know it's still in Florida, but four weeks from Friday they're starting. However, and uh, three weeks from today, or actually not four weeks, three weeks from uh, Friday, I should say, they'll be starting the home opener against Atlanta. And three weeks from today, they'll be opening up their first game against Boston. Uh, Gerard, when do your boys open up uh, officially? Do you know? I have no clue. I'll look into that. And I'll let you know. Okay, uh, please continue, John. All right. 15, 29 years ago today, Ricky Chozo beat Machiro Masawa as Tiger Max 2. Yes. 15 years ago today on Raw, Dean Malenko beat S.A. Rios to win the WWE Light Heavyweight Championship. 
Yes, he was. Uh, he actually held that belt twice. I remember during his career yeah. in WWE. Earlier the same day, Pete Gass beat Crash Holly at Newark Airport to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. Didn't they but say that? Wrong. I was gonna say, didn't they say that on Raw? I remember. I think they did. Yes. That's what I thought because I remember they were. They, they had. A, I think it was. Wasn't it? I think it was Kyoto. I can't remember who the referee was in that night in that match. I think it was Kyoto or it was maybe Tim White. I can't remember now. But during Raw, Crash will win it back from Pete. Yes. Malenko would hold it all for, for all but eight of the next 365 days. Yeah, he was the longest term uh, day, uh, light heavyweight champion ever. Yeah. Uh, and also, Vince McMahon made his return that same night as well when he helped out when he helped out uh, The Rock. That's right. And Chad just told me, talking about Hideo Tommy, folks, he just returned yesterday at an NXT show. So there you go. He is now back. Uh, what they do with him in the next few weeks heading into takeovers, your guess as good as mine. I mean, I would love to see him in a matchup with, like, say, uh, No Way Jose or maybe possibly Andreas C. and Almas. We'll have to wait and see what happens. We do know they have already announced two matches for the takeover show, and there's a third one on the horizon, the matches they have announced. And, by the way, you can check us out three weeks from this Saturday night, however, on April Fool's Day, ladies and gentlemen, Gerard and myself will be calling the action from the TakeOver Center, however, at the Amway Arena in Orlando, Florida. It will be a rematch for the NXT title. Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Mr. Glorious, the NXT World Champion Bobby Roode in a rematch. Also, for the woman's title, it will be the Japanese female fighting lawyer Asuka taking on Ember Moon. And just announced last, I believe this past weekend, it will now be, I believe, a triple threat. It will be the Revival taking on the Authors of Pain, taking on DIY one more time in a tag team triple threat Texas Tornado type match. So, guys, TakeOver is shaping up to be one hell of a show in Orlando in three weeks. Fourteen years ago today, at a Sunday night heat taping in Anaheim, California, Crash beat Dean Malenko to win the WWE Light Heavyweight Championship. That's right, yes. And in Malenko's 322-day run as champion. Hmm. Thirteen years ago today, WWE held their Hall of Fame ceremony in New York City. It would be the first Hall of Fame ceremony for the company since 1996. The ceremony has since become a yearly tradition thanks to the successful DVD release of the event. Yes. Um, Arnold Scallon died eight years ago, to, I mean, died ten years ago today yes. of natural causes. Yes, the man who managed guys like Bob Backlund back in the day and Bruno San Martino, the golden boy himself, who was probably one of the greatest managers of all time and who lasted literally half a century. Six years ago today, I mean, I mean, uh, eight years ago today, yeah. Tess was found in his home at 33 years old. That's right, I remember that now, yes, yes. Uh, imagine if he were still alive. Yeah, what would he do, though? I mean, could he be like Seth Rollins, though? I mean, could he go out there and make a statement and say what he felt? I mean, I'm sure he would. Yeah. Six years ago today, WWE announced that Drew Carey would be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yes, that's correct. And on that same day... Yes. 
The show was noted for the worst it's short main event at Victory Road. And do we even need to know why? (laughs) I think we know why. I was stinging Jeff Hardy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. I can recall that. I do recall that, yes. And uh, also, before John gets into talking about that, a quick side note, uh, folks. First off, I'm just reading some news now. Apparently, uh, earlier today it was announced that USA will air a one-hour special after the Hall of Fame ceremony three weeks from today. However, the night at, the night following WrestleMania, however, on April 3rd in USA. Also, NXT has now announced new dates, however, including the following locations. April 13th in Atlanta, April 14th in Spartanburg, South Carolina, the 15th in Charlotte, North Carolina, and then April 27th and 28th in Kansas City and St. Louis, Missouri. So those of you in those cities as well as South Haven, Mississippi, I almost said the wrong state, Mississippi on April 29th, however, the day before payback, get your tickets now as they are on sale at your local Ticketmaster office, however, as they were announced earlier this past weekend. And also over the weekend, we understand John Cena and Nikki Bella were guests on the Today Show today, however, but they were also at the Kids' Choice Awards this past weekend, however, in Orlando, however, we understand that it is now going to be confirmed, possibly in the next week or two, that these two will be indeed engaged. Yes, folks, John Cena plans on popping the question to Nikki Bell, we understand, the reliable source I've heard, however, possibly coming up this year at WrestleMania. So, folks, Mr. and Mrs. Cena, however, might be official, however, in a matter of a few weeks, as Queen Nikki Bella might be taking the next step from becoming a Bella to a Cena member full-time. Okay, John, please continue. All right, that's all I got. No birthdays for today, so that's all but it. Okay, well, I did see one birthday real quick. It's Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks, turning 32, so happy birthday to him. But, okay, thank you very much, John. And, of course, as And I'll be right back. All right. And while John's stepping out, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank John for the birthdays and dates in history. Of course, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID one three seven four four. And this is episode eight four of Raw Radio for Monday, March the thirteenth, twenty seventeen. Of course, you got the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here. You got King NWO Gerard Smith, the man, the myth, the legend, the COO of everything here in the organization, as well as the Human Suplex Machine. And of course, I am your host, JD, the Iceman, DiGirolamo. And uh, Chad just made a joke. How Nikki tells John, "I can't see it." How are you? Yeah, I think we can see it, however, now uh, there, Chad. But uh, it is official that uh, Nikki and John are indeed engaged and will be getting engaged if they're not engaged already, but will be getting engaged very soon. Uh, before we get into our real big uh, swing here, uh, mind you, however, Gerard came on a little late, however, as we were breaking down the card, however, uh, mind you, uh, i got to ask you, uh, Gerard, however, so far, uh, WrestleMania is starting to take uh, shape pretty darn well. However, they could be announcing another Hall of Famer maybe tonight, unless this is the last member that was announced last week. But overall, what's your take of uh, what they're doing heading into Orlando? I mean, what's your overall spin? Uh, yeah, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly, no question about it. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, of course, coming up on Sunday, April the 2nd, ladies and gentlemen, join the gang, however, for a very special two-hour edition of WrestleMania, however. While we're doing this on the air, ladies and gentlemen, we will give you our thoughts of WrestleMania. Some of us will be there, some of us will not be there in Orlando, but we'll still be there watching in spirit, however, as well, as we will give you our breakdown one by one, however, we'll be talking more about WrestleMania in the week to come, of course. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure they will be announcing another Hall of Famer tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It could be announced tonight. We don't know. We already know that this year's Hall of Fame class is shaping up to be one heck of a class. The Rock and Roll Express, Kurt Angle, of course, is uh, on the table, if you will, like I said, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, however, 
uh, like I said, Kurt Angle, the Rock and Roll Express, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, mind you, uh, like I said, Kurt Angle, the Rock and Roll Express, Rick Rude, uh, Beth Phoenix, all them part of the coffee list. Okay, John, no problem. Thank you very much. And uh, I just I just saw this today, and Gerard, I know you're not going to be happy about this guy, but I just saw this a few minutes ago, and I'm going to try to find the video. We understand that yesterday Brock Lesnar took on Kevin Owens at the Garden, let's just say, and well, he defeated the Universal Champion formerly, Howard, inside of two minutes. i got to get your take on this. Uh, what's your thoughts about this? Yeah, that's okay. Yes. And we also heard that uh, during the same show, we understand, however, that AJ Styles confronted Shane O'Mac. So it looks like those two are going to be uh, all set for possibly WrestleMania, mind you, uh, in more ways. And John, uh, what's your take of the whole thing with uh, the incident involving uh, Brock and KO and then also the AJ Shane O'Mac thing? Are you kidding me? Two minutes? Yep, apparently two minutes. Yeah, it's it. Apparently, however, uh, Brock Lesnar was dominant, however, mind you, once again, in showing his physical dominance. I'm reading it right now, and I want to thank my good friend Nick Paglino for putting this up. It says here, the match was mostly a one-sided affair with Lesnar defeating Kevin Owens in a little over two minutes. He opened the bout up with some offense, however, we understand. He went to the turnbuckle, and Lesnar countered. The Beast then hit Owens with a series of suplexes before finishing him off with an F5 for the pinfall victory. So there you go. Yes. Uh, and there was one good man, good match at uh, MSG too. Which was Bray Wyatt and John Cena. I did hear a little bit about that. Yes, um, I did hear kind of somewhat about a little bit about that. Yes, I, I did indeed hear something about that. Believe it or not, that that um, is. And Oscar, she was she was there too. Yeah, Oscar making her Madison Square Garden debut. That's right. Yes, and I agree. she made the the Carmella Ellsworth. She made Miss Carmel Ellsworth pass. Yes, I did hear that. Well, talking about NXT, guys, I mean, we've talked about a lot of the NXT guys in the past, however. I mean, there's been some talk that Oscar, there's just talk about Nakamura, they could be coming up to the roster maybe following WrestleMania. Um, i got to ask you guys uh, your thoughts here. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you first. Um, I don't know. Okay, and guys, I can now confirm, however, that the next Hall of Famer has been announced and will probably be announced tonight. It will be William Regal going into the Hall of Fame, guys. So William Regal will be joining the class of 2017, a very unique, uh, distinguished nickname, uh, to say the least. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take of Regal going into the Hall of Fame? Jeez, finally they put him in there. Yes, I would agree. Uh, John, your take on Regal going in? Regal? Yes. Regal is about to be announced. Yes, Regal is about to be announced. And uh, I'll get Chad's uh, answer here in a minute. Chad, I'll I'll get Gerard's answer too, but uh, uh, Chad, you can give us your answer here as I just announced it. It has been confirmed that Regal will be going into the Hall of Fame possibly this week. There's also talk, guys, I also heard Cindy Lauper might be going into the Hall of Fame this year for the Celebrity Wing. Believe it or not, considering WrestleMania. No, I think Lenny's going in on Celebrity Wing. Oh, it's going to be Lenny now? Okay, I didn't know who I really... think. Yeah. I've seen that somewhere, but I don't know. It's not confirmed, but... Right, okay. Uh, so, Gerard's... It would make sense, though. Oh, yeah, especially after what happened on last year, I would agree, yes. Um, like I said, we'll have to wait and see who they do for celebrities. But, yeah, let's get your take now on Regal uh, going into the Hall of Fame. What's your spin and take on it? Oh, well, it's about time that he goes in. He's a great legend and a great uh, teacher of wrestling, and mm-hmm. uh, he's all he's all that. 
he is. Yes, he is. And like you said, we'll definitely be watching that story very, very carefully, however, as you mentioned. Involving, uh, as you said, involving, uh, as, uh, and Chad says, great talent, well-deserved, I would agree there. And like I said, we will definitely be watching uh, this teller involving his, uh, involving the celebrity portion. Gerard has let us know that Lenny Lemmy from uh, Motorhead could be going in this year. I have heard other people say it could be Cindy Lauper. We haven't heard exactly yet, but we will let you know about this in just a second. Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, we understand that Paige's father is in the news, and we'll tell you why here right now. According to reports, and this is our good friend Joseph Lee giving us the story, he says that his, her father and WAW promoter Ricky Knight recently spoke with BBC Radio about the announcement that they will debut in Norwich, England, with WWE Presents UK Championship Live on May 6th at 7 p.m. and May 7th at 5 p.m. WAW runs out of Norwich and will host their TV tapings the week after the WWE shows, which he said, the timing of the announcement, I woke, wake up in the morning to this, about people running off our studio, however, before a TV taping, to me, the timing is absolutely crap. I think it's a conspiracy somewhere. I'm going to say it straight out there. Gerard, what's your take of Paige's father's announcement about this whole thing? it works, it would be good. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Certainly, I would agree. And, uh, of course, we know that Paige has been in the news quite a bit over the past several months, of course, both in and out of the ring due to her relationship with Alberto Del Patron, a.k.a. Alberto Del Taco, if you will. <laughs> I call it, uh, John, what's your take on Paige's father's comments? I mean, he kind of went out of bounds here, like his daughter did here with these remarks, how are involving uh, WWE. Yeah, I agree with that. Certainly, And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, as I mentioned, how each and every Monday here, after uh, every Monday night, however, be sure to check John Gross on Facebook.com, G-R-O-H-S.com, ladies and gentlemen, Facebook.com, however. And uh, Fonzie, we don't uh, need to hear that noise anymore in case you're making, if there is some noise in the background. If one of you guys are making noise, please, the noise, we do not need to hear any more noise. So if you could cut the noise, that would be great. We were having a tough time hearing yeah. things. Okay, thank you. Um uh, but what's your take about Paige's dad's announcement about what he said involving uh, Paige, however, or should I say the WWE in general? I mean, what's your spin and take on it? Uh, whose father? Paige's dad. Paige? Yeah, Paige's father made the comments. Uh, do you want me to repeat it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, according to reports, Paige's father and WAW promoter Ricky Knight spoke with BBC Radio about WWE's announcement that they will debut in Norwich, England, with WWE Presents UK Championship Live on May 6th at 7 p.m. and May 7th at 5 p.m., however. WAW, however, uh, mind you, however, uh, uh, at 5 p.m., WAW runs out of Norwich and will host their TV tapings the week after WWE shows. He went on to say, quote, The timing of the announcement, I wake up in the morning to this about people running off our studio before a TV taping, and to me the timing is absolutely crap. I think it's a conspiracy somewhere, and I'm going to say it straight right out there. And before I get your answer, Chad wants me to tell you guys, how, however, mind you, however, that he has also confirmed to us, Howard, just like we said a few moments ago, about Eric LeGrand receiving the Warrior Award, according to WWE.com. So, great talent, well-deserved, Howard, as Chad says, I would agree there. So, definitely congratulations to Eric LeGrand and his family of getting the Warrior Award. Okay, uh, Fonzie, getting back to Paige's dad now, your thoughts about the comments he made. Um, that's, that's strange. Yeah. You mean you think about? It, I mean, Paige. I mean, has been in the news a lot the last several months. However, mind you, and it's just 
I don't know. I mean, to me, I said it before when Paige was on her way out, and I'm going to say it again, Howard. If she just continues to bury herself the way she's been burying herself the last several months, Howard, why even stay with the WWE? Just go with your boyfriend, go with your fiancé, your husband-to-be, whatever, and just uh, do your own thing. Because right now, I don't think anyone cares about you anymore. You kind of pissed off everyone in the past year with your attitude. I mean, you had such a bright future ahead of you, and then all of a sudden you pissed it away because you figure, however... I am, want to be happy. I want to make myself more happier by being with a scumbag like Alberto El Patron. I'm sorry. I just, yeah. I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. You know, I mm-hmm. really, really don't. Uh, yeah. so, but that's, I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, you know. Uh, some mm-hmm. uh, movie entertainment news real quick, however, to let you guys know. Uh, in case you're wondering over the weekend, call, we usually talk about this on Wednesday, but I'm going to bring this up right now real quick. Uh, guys, to you real quick, as far as the uh, movie reviews this weekend, Kong Skull Island this past weekend definitely was the big beast winner this week at the box office, Howard, taking in $61 million. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was your big winner this weekend. Logan took another $38 million. Get Out, which continues to be a very intense thriller, to say the least, Howard, is hanging in there with number three at $21 million. Fourth is The Shack, Howard, with $10 million. And Lego Batman movie rounds out the top five, Howard, with $8 million. So, guys... Uh, which one? The Lego. Yeah, it took number five. This week. But next weekend, guys, it's going to be interesting because you got Beauty and the Beast coming out this weekend. It's gained some eyebrow-raising in a lot of ways, being a PG movie. And, of course, uh, with the girl from uh, Harry Potter, a lot of people think it could take over $100, $150 million in this weekend. We'll have to wait mm-hmm. and see if it indeed takes that same amount, however, but I don't think it's going to do real well at the box office. I think Kong Skyline might still be at the top of the heap. You never know. We'll have to wait and see. So those are your movie reports right now. Of course, we can hear those reports also every Wednesday night on Outside the Ropes at 6.30 p.m. Okay, guys. Well, since we're in the WrestleMania season, how we're going to ask everyone's thoughts here this afternoon, and everyone can weigh in with their top ten. Of course, we're going to get everyone's uh, top ten, however. And we might have time for a couple trivia questions, too, however, mind you. So uh, that being said, folks, we're going to get everyone uh, in their top ten moments of WrestleMania history. I mean, from the past 33 years. So uh, everyone can take, however, it can be a match, it can be a promo, it can be an arena. Yes. I have to call you back in the two seconds, okay? Okay, go ahead. No problem. We'll, we'll start yeah. without you. Go ahead. We'll get, yeah. we'll get it going. Yeah. We'll, we'll expect you right back. Okay. Okay. Yep, okay. All right, there's Fonzie, ladies and gentlemen. Fonzie had to step out for just a few seconds because of his phone dying, I guess. But he will be back on the line with us momentarily shortly. Again, ladies and gentlemen, however, we will definitely uh, show – we'll be talking more about this in just a little bit, however – uh, but in the meantime, I want to get Gerard and Ch- uh, Chad and also John's pick as well as my pick. So, folks, again, it can be a memory. It can be a match, a promo, arena, whatever. We're going to weigh in with our top ten moments right now and get everyone's uh, take. So, with that said, I'm going to turn it over to the man to get his top ten, however, as he will list them one through ten in his eyes. Then we'll go to John. Then we'll go to Chad. Then we'll go to me. And then, of course, we will also have time for about uh, about two or three rounds of trivia before we close up shop and give you our raw rating prediction. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, okay, we'll turn it over to the man himself, GTS. Give us your first moment at number 10. What do you got? Uh, number 10 would be Diesel versus Bret Hart. Ooh, good moment there. Very good moment there. Yes, uh, a very unique moment. Okay. Moment there. Uh, okay, and I will be back in a second. We'll get number nine. So, just a second. I'll be right back.
Okay, we're back. Okay, that is a good moment for number 10. Number one, okay, number 10, excuse me. Let's go to number nine. Uh, you're up at number nine once again. Um, I'm going to have to go with the uh, 10-woman tag team match from last year. Good moment there. Yeah, that was a very entertaining match. I would agree. That was the the swan song of uh, Brie Bella hanging it up. That's a good moment there. I like that one. Okay. okay my eighth one is the triple threat match for the woman of last year. Yes, another great moment there. Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky, no question about it. That was definitely one of the matches that definitely stole the show in Dallas. I would agree there. Yep. Number seven is going to be Seth Rollins winning the championship at WrestleMania. Yes, WrestleMania 31, when Brock Lesnar and Roman fought, and of course, Rollins cashed in his money in the bank contract in front of everyone and struck it gold in California, if you will. No pun intended there in Santa Clara there just a couple years ago. Six will have to be number, or uh, six will be Triple H versus The Undertaker. Which uh, one, the Hell in a Cell match? Uh, The first one. Okay, WrestleMania, yep. WrestleMania 17, okay, yep, in Houston, yeah. that, that was a good one, yep. And then uh, number five is the one there in the, the cell match. Okay, the rematch then 10 years later in Atlanta when uh, Sean was the referee, good matches there, okay, very, very good. And yeah. I see Fonzie's back, well, that's okay, Fonzie, welcome back. Uh, we're yeah, just going I'm over, back, I'm Okay, sorry. we're going, no problem, sorry, we're going over... Uh, Gerard's top ten. We will go to uh, you next. However, we'll go to John, then we'll go to me, and Chad is going over his list while Gerard's talking, so I'll keep, we'll uh, go to Chad uh, before I do, however, because I'll go last today. Okay, please continue. Okay, number four would be the first one with Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Okay, good one. Yes, very good. WrestleMania 25, yep. And then WrestleMania 26 with The Undertaker and Yep, the rematch. Yep, the last one when Sean hung it up. Good ones there. Very, very good, yes. And number two will be... I'm going to say Shane and The Undertaker from last, last year. Last year, okay, good. Very good, yeah. My number one is going to be Scott Hall versus Shawn Michaels. Yes, the latter Ooh, match of WrestleMania 10. Great moments there, man. I mean, telling you what, you came up with some doozies today, and there were some really, really good ones there. I like those. You had a very good top ten there, and no one's uh, saying any different. I think you've picked some really good ones there. Okay, Fonzie, you're on the clock now. What are your top ten moments in Mania history over the years that you've seen? Okay. WrestleMania 3. Yes. Andre the Giant versus uh, Hulk Hogan. Good one, yes. Uh, that, what, can we do number one, or can we... You can, do, you can go from one, um, one up, to, up one up through ten. Doesn't okay, so what, uh, I just you, did... Uh, you did your first one. You did your first one, yes. That's your number one, yes. So what, that's a number ten, or number, number one? Number one, number one. You're going to number two now. You're at number two. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, number two will probably be... Brock Lesnar versus uh, The Undertaker, last remain, uh, two remain three years ago. ago. Yep. yep, WrestleMania 30, good one. Okay, that's number um, two, good one. Number three would probably be Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Which one, the first one or the second one? Uh, 
the first one, then I'm doing them again, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. Okay, so three and four, 25 and 26. Okay, good ones there. Yeah. The first four uh, are really good. Tw- the 25, what is it, 25? 25, the, uh, yes, yes, there's 25. The was uh, the special guest referee. No, 27 was the best for when the Psalms referee. 25 and 26 is when Taker fought 27. No, I was when the, the, the Triple H uh, helped uh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. That was uh, WrestleMania 25 and 26, because 27, Shawn was the referee in between Taker yeah, and Shawn the okay, second time. Yeah, yeah. The second so, time. Yeah. So, uh, where are we at? Number you're, five? You're, uh, you're at six now. You've already listed your next three, three through five, because, I mean, you're going to put five in, uh, Taker versus Hunter at number five with Sean as the referee then? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, you're at six now. You're at number six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, I'm going to say the last... Did I say the last year's WrestleMania? No, you didn't anything less than anything from okay, last year. Last year WrestleMania would be Shane versus The Undertaker. Yep, good list there. Yeah. Gerard picked that yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, How in the South. Very good match. Okay, number seven. Uh, number seven would be The Rock versus the uh, Hulk Hogan. Okay, Wrestle- Hogan. WrestleMania 18. Very good. Okay, yep. Uh, what, we're on number nine? Yes, you're on number nine, yes, correct. Okay, number nine will probably be, um, I'm going to say, um, the Iron Man match at right WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels versus, uh, Bret right. Hart. Yep, good one there, WrestleMania 12, yes. Yeah, WrestleMania 12, and, and the number 10 will probably be Goldust yes. versus uh, Roddy Roddy Piper. Same one from the, the whole number number from WrestleMania 12, yes. Okay, yeah. good good moments. Yeah. Again, great moments there, again, from you as well as Gerard. Very good moments you guys have had so far. Okay, uh, John, we'll go to you next. All right, number 10. Brett versus Sean. Yep. Mm-hmm. 16-minute Ironman match. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Number nine yep. would have to be Austin versus Rock three times. Okay, so you're going to go nine through six on each one of them? Or nine through seven, I should uh, say. Nine through seven. Nine through seven. Okay, we're down to six then, okay. Okay, number six. Yep. Madison Square Garden at WrestleMania 10. Yep, the ladder match. Yep. Okay, good. Very good. Yep. Number five. Um, let's see. Kane being up Pete Rose. <laughs> good one there. I forgot about that one. That's a good one. Yep. Okay. Number four. four Kane versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 14. Yep. Okay. Which was good. a good good match. Yep. Uh, number three would have to be... Sean versus Kurt at WrestleMania 21. Oh, good one there, yes. Okay. Which one was that? Sean versus Kurt in Los Angeles on Mania 21. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, mm. that's all right. We can hear my list. You're okay. going to freak with my list after I get Chad's picks, and then John's finishing up his picks. I'll give you Chad's picks next, and I'll give you mine. Okay, go ahead, John. Okay, I'm sorry. Number, that's okay. Number two, Triple H versus Sting at WrestleMania 31. Yeah. Good match, yes. Good match, yes. That's another good one. Yep. And number 
Number one. Yes. Number one would have to be, let's see, Hogan versus Andre at WrestleMania three. Good bad picks there, John. I mean, really good picks there. Okay, you guys have all had some good ones here this afternoon. Okay, so far, here's what Chad's got in his picks, folks. Number 10, the WWF title changing twice at WrestleMania 9. Yokozuna went the first time, and then Hulk Hogan taking it away afterwards. Number 9, Piper versus Adonis, however, when Adrian Oss had his head shaved. Number 8, Baker's first loss. Number seven, Andre taking on Bobby, uh, turning on Bobby the Brain Heenan following WrestleMania six. Number six, Goldberg versus Lesnar. Number five, HBK and of course Bret in the Iron Man match. Number four, the boxing match with Mr. T and Piper. And of course, number three will be the Hitman versus Vince WrestleMania twenty six. Two is Austin versus Bret for Mania thirteen. And number one, he says, and you're going to be freaking out when you hear this one, guys, Diesel versus the Dead Man from WrestleMania 12, if you will. Oh, yes, that's right. That, that would be Kevin Nash's last appearance in WWE for about six years. So, Chad had yeah. some good ones there, guys. Okay, here's my list. You guys are going to be like thinking, what am I thinking here? But here's my top ten. Okay, number ten, we begin with. Uh, da, 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 da. let me think here. Okay, here we go. Kurt Angle versus Brock, WrestleMania 19. Number nine, Taker versus Brock at Mania 30. Number eight, Sean versus Brett in the Iron Man match. Brett versus Austin is number seven. Austin at Mania 13 is number seven for me. Lucky number seven. Number six. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus the Macho Man Randy Savage Howard WrestleMania three. I have this number six. Number five, I would have to say, would be the main event of the first WrestleMania Howard. Mr. T and Hogan versus Piper and Orndorff Howard is up there. Number four on my list would be this really good one: Hogan versus Warrior WrestleMania six. Number three. I would say it is going to be Bret Hart versus Roddy Piper, WrestleMania 8. You have got to watch that one, and you'll, you'll understand why I say that, because that is a true classic there. Number two would be, I would say, CM Punk versus The Undertaker, back at Mania 29. And number one... I'm going to go with this Hell in a Cell match with Sean as the referee, Taker versus Hunter in WrestleMania 27. Those are my top ten, guys. I had to jumble it up a little bit. So, I mean, there was some, uh, they're always, I mean, flip-flopping. Huh? But like I said, I went back again, and not too long ago, I think it was about three weeks ago, I had a chance to go back and watch that Mania match with Piper and Hart, however, from Mania 8. If you have not watched it yet, you owe it to yourself to watch it. And, of course, Hogan and Warrior from Toronto, up there in Gerard's Land, the first time Mania went international. However, title versus title, a great war, a matchup between two great warriors, Hogan and, of course, the late, great Jim Helwig, the ultimate warrior. So, guys, everyone had some good ones there. Of course, hopefully we'll hear some more uh, eventually before the day is out. And if not, we will definitely uh, talk about it more here, however, later on eventually, however, mind you, however. Uh, okay, with that said, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 
Caller ID 138744. This is episode 84 of Raw Radio for Monday, March the 13th, ladies and gentlemen, 2017. Of course, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolo, and joining me today is King Enemy of Gerard T. Smith, along with the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, Fonzie the Heartbreak Kid in the chat box, Mr. Dice Chad Hinshaw, and of course, we'd like to hear from all of you here this afternoon. So, right now, guys, we've got less than an hour to kill. How we're going to do some trivia time, Howard. So, everyone's going to have some trivia. Uh, it can be any type of trivia. If anyone wants to do it, I think we're all. Uh, Ready for it, however. So everyone's going to take a turn asking a question, however, mind you, so with them. So if you have a question or anything like that, we'd like to hear from you. And also, hopefully, in the next few weeks, however, in fact, however, Chad already has the first trivia question, however. So, Chad, uh, we'll let you ask the first question, and you can uh, ask it to any one of us, however, we'll uh, think about how. And the rules are simple, guys. No cheating. No cheating at all, however. So with that said, however, we're going to hear what he has to say here in just a second, ladies and gentlemen, as he's giving us this uh, right now, however. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, next week, however, we will continue our WrestleMania countdown with the 10 not-so-great moments of WrestleMania. Everyone will have their own opinion that next week, however, we'll be doing the 10 not-so-great not moments, ladies and gentlemen, so be sure to check that out next week. So, uh... We are waiting uh, anxiously right now to hear what Mr. Zoe has to say as far as this trivia goes, however, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I do want to thank again, ladies and gentlemen, last week our very good friend, the legendary manager, the great Sonny Ono, who came on to Raw Radio for a little bit and uh, joined hey. our show. Huh? Yes. Did someone say something? I was talking to my cat. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell what you were doing there, John. Okay, sorry about that. Um, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we will uh, definitely be, uh, hopefully, uh, graced with the presence of one particular Black Widow this afternoon, if she can make it. If not, it's okay. It's understandable. She's got fire obligations. But we do want to congratulate her son, Caleb, who took uh, first place however, over the weekend in his tournament and is now on his way to state. So, Caleb, on behalf of Gerard, myself, John, uh, Chad, and the rest of the gang, however, congratulations, young man. Well-deserved, however. Okay, here we go. You guys should know this one. And here's Chad's first uh, trivia question, guys. And this should be easy to everyone. Complete this phrase. What you going to do when they blank on you? Who knows the answer to this question? Does anyone want to take a guess? Uh, Gerard, I'll start with you. Uh, brother? Yes. What you, uh, do you know who says it, though? I mean, he's... I'm, oh, Hulk Hogan. All right. Uh, John, your answer. Hulk Hogan. And Fonzie. Yo, Fonzie. Fonzie, are you there? Okay, I think he'll be back shortly. Uh, guys, some other news to report just coming in over the pro wrestling sheet just a few minutes ago, and I just heard this a few minutes ago. I don't know if you guys heard the news or not. Cedric Alexander will be out of action for about three to five months, apparently. He suffered a knee injury to his right knee, and apparently, according to reports, however, from Pro Wrestling Sheet, now I'm uh, waiting word on this, and I cannot confirm it yet, but it has been reported that 205 Live star Cedric Alexander has suffered an injury and will be out of action for about three to five months. So there goes uh, kind of a decent push for him that was looking uh, promising at one point. And as a result, he will not be uh, appearing on 205 Live, however, I believe, however, tomorrow night in Pittsburgh. So there you go. Uh, Fonzie, are you with us? All right. I think Fonzie is kind of uh, sidetracked right now. We'll come back. 
So we'll come back to it. So, okay, the answer is Hulk Hogan. I said the same thing, and the answer is Hulk Hogan. So there you go, folks. However, uh, we uh, uh, the answer is so... Uh, Chad, if you have another one, however, so if you have another one, please ask. If not, we'll turn it over to uh, Gerard, however, with his next uh, question or trivia uh, thing. So we'll do that in the meantime, however. Uh, so, uh, Gerard, go right ahead. Um, where's Kevin Ash from? All right, where's Kevin Nash from, guys? Okay, um, John, I'll let you guess first. Um, Detroit. All right, he says Detroit. I will say Detroit as well. Fonzie, are you back with us? Uh, like I said, however, uh, apparently he is not with us. Okay, so we both said Detroit, so there you go. However, uh, Gerard, the answer, please. Detroit, Michigan. There you go. You're right. Okay, and uh, Chad actually guessed how originally how Scottsdale, Arizona, however, I believe it. And that was a good guess, Chad. I mean, originally, I mean, a lot of people, uh, like I said, however, would say the same thing you would, however, mind you. So, uh, like I said, uh, very good guess. Okay, John, you're up next on the trivia. What do you got? Okay. Who is famous for saying, rest in peace? And, Gerard, I'll start with you. All right. The Undertaker. Okay. J.D.? I will go with the same. Um, Bunzi, if you're still here, answer. Are you there? He's still not there. Okay, he might be having some time some time with his phone, maybe, or maybe he has had it about for a bit. So, okay, so uh, Chad's guessing The Undertaker 2. And both of y'all would be correct. All right, very good there. Thank you very much, John. Okay, all right, my question is going to be very much, okay, uh, yeah, apparently he, we've lost Fonzie, and it might be just a faulty connection, maybe, possibly, so... Fonzie, if you can make it back before the end of the day, great. If not, uh, thank you for coming on. We'll definitely check back in with you later on tonight, or if not, later on this week sometime. So thank you for coming on the line today. Okay, um, next question is this, however, mind you, however, mind you. Uh, my question is this, guys. Okay, what WrestleMania now, guys, think hard, was the first WrestleMania ever held in a dome? And I'll give you a hint. It was not. It was in the first 10 years of Mania. But what particular number I'm looking for, between 1 and 10, was the first ever WrestleMania held in a dome? Ever. Gerard, I'll start with you. Was it the Sky Dome? Good guess. All right. Well, Sky Dome. Uh, John, what's your answer? Skydome. You both say Skydome. Chad says WrestleMania 8. The correct answer was WrestleMania 3, guys. The Pontiac Silverdome. Uh, oh! 93,000 plus people, however. Good guesses, though, guys. That was a very good guess on both of you. Yes, 
WrestleMania 3. Originally, it was not supposed to be there, however. And I remember reading the story, however, and watching the story of WrestleMania. They said at one point they wanted to have it in New Orleans at the Superdome, but at the time, I guess at the last minute, uh, Vince uh, met with the NBC president at the time. I think it was Dick Ebersol, if I remember. And I guess he was with his associate at the time. They said... At the time, we're going to go for the biggest crowd ever, however, after having it in places like uh, MSG, the Nassau Coliseum, uh, the Los Angeles Sports Arena. And they said, what can we do to make this the biggest one ever? And Vince said at the time to both of them, however, we're going to have over 90,000 people. And the guy who was uh, Kerwin Stiles at the time, the associate producer, and I think he still works with them unless he's not, however, mind you, however. Um, that's when it happened, however. So there you go. 1987 was the year. Okay. Chad's got the next one, guys. Here's the question. Complete this phrase. It's blank, folks. And, uh, John, I'll start with you this time. What was the question again? Complete the following phrase. It's blank, folks. It's all. Okay, say all. Gerard, it's blank, folks. What is the phrase? Uh, I'm going to pass. All right, you're going to pass. I'll guess here, Chad. I'm going to say it's... Okay, Fonzie's back with us now. It's showtime, folks, I'll say. And Fonzie, while you were out, we did some questions, so we'll catch you up real quick, however, what you missed. Complete this phrase. It's I'm blank. Back. I'm sorry. That's all right. We, we, you know, we're having phone trouble. Okay, Chad asked the next question, quote, it's blank, folks. Gerard passed... Uh, John said it's all, folks. Complete the following phrase. No cheating. No one cheats in this game. It's blank, folks. What is the phrase? You want me to answer? Yes, what's your answer? Because Gerard could not uh, guess, however. And uh, like I said... What is the question? That's the question. Complete this following phrase. It's blank, folks. John says that's all, folks. I said it's showtime, folks. What is your answer? Uh, that's all, folks. Okay, and so Chad, he says it's all, folks. Uh, uh, and we'll get their answer in a minute. I say it is showtime. And, of course, Gerard is not, uh, like I said, had a tough time. Has not guessed how he says he has a tough time answering, so we're going to get the answer in a minute. And while we're getting the answer, Alfonso uh, will give you the other questions real quick. Uh where did Kevin Nash come from originally? Where is his hometown? What is your answer to that question? That was another question we asked. So, uh, what John said? Detroit? Detroit? Is that what John said, Detroit? Is that your answer? I guess so, yeah. You would be correct. It is indeed Detroit, however. And yeah. this is the one I just uh-huh. said. Yeah, uh, Chad said it was Scottsdale. I mean, originally, a lot of people thought it was Arizona, but however, it is indeed Detroit Rock City. Okay, this is the question I just asked as you were coming back. Okay. What, what mania, from 1 through 10, you have to guess the number. What mania out of the first 10 was the first, the first now, that hosted mania in a dome? Now... Gerard and uh, uh, John said six. Chad said eight. I knew the answer. What's your guess? <laughs> What's that? No, I, I was just coughing. I'm sorry. Okay. I had something. Um, That's okay. I'm going to have a... 
Uh, Pontiac Silverdome in Michigan. We'll accept it, yes. WrestleMania 3? Yeah, that's exactly yeah, correct. Yeah, WrestleMania 3. Yes, that's correct, yes. <laughs> that, was the, that was the first, that is right. That was exactly right, Howard. Yes, that was exactly right. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly indeed the first Mania. Okay, and while Chad's waiting to give us our answer, Howard, we'll go to, in fact, Howard, mind you, Howard, like I said, however, uh, he'll bring it up to us in a little bit. He cannot provide the answer because questions are coming from questions that I ask every night. So Chad's going to have to haul, hold on to the question. So I'll wait for his answer a little bit, however. In the meantime, we'll go to you next, Fonzie. Again, you can have a mania question, a moment, uh, promo, whatever, an arena. Please give us uh, multiple choices as well to everyone and uh, ask away. It could be any anything. Yes, it can be an arena. It can be in a famous arena. It can be a promo, a match. Uh, it could be, uh, like I said, anything. WrestleMania, WrestleMania related. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Ah, hi. Hi. Okay. When? When? Did the Undertaker first uh, debuted on what WrestleMania? Okay, what year did the Russell the Taker? Uh, okay, Gerard had, uh, must have had some tough time with his phone. Uh, he has uh, left us, so uh, we'll go to John first. Tower with this question, John. Uh, the question is, what WrestleMania did the Undertaker make his debut? WrestleMania 7. Okay, he says... uh, And we're going to ask Chad that same question. I'm going to say the same at WrestleMania 7, Howard, and Chad says 7, and the answer is... It is 7, and Paul Bear came out with the black crow, remember? That was WrestleMania 9, but yes, I remember he took on Superfly Snook, and that is correct, yes. Yeah, he brought the... I thought that was the first one he debuted. No, WrestleMania 9, he took on Giant Gonzalez, because I have the DVD. WrestleMania 7, he took on Superfly, and then the yeah, next that was, year... Yeah, that's when he brought the Black Crow, didn't he? No, that... Uh, yeah, he might... Wait a minute. He did it twice. Yeah, later. I think it was the first. Thing. The first time was in, you're right. I think the first time was in seven, and then two years later he did it again in number nine yeah, yeah, in Vegas yeah. with Giant Gonzalez. You're right because eight yeah, he didn't bring it, it out with because he was with uh, Paul. He, he uh, brought out the urn in eight. I remember. You're right because I had the DVD. I should know that. Yeah. Okay. Um. We'll continue this in just a minute. Uh, again, we do hope that King NWO Gerard T. Smith will be back with us. Apparently, he has uh, left us for a few minutes. Hopefully, he'll be returning to the line shortly. In the meantime, uh, Johnny, going to get out the plug. Anything else you guys want to discuss with you two real quick? Don't make it too long. I'll be right back in five minutes. All right.
No, Chad said it was not where he brought out the bird the first time. He's right. He's right. It was you, you. We thought it was seven. Remember, we just talked about it, and he said now it was number nine. So there you go. Okay. Oh, in fact, Michelle, however, mind you, however, uh, believe it or not, I just got word, folks. I think we're going to have a certain little insect fly in here in just a few minutes, however. So we're waiting on confirmation, however. Um, And we might have to put this trivia contest on hold because now, now, however, mind you, however, it's going to be a little interesting because I think there's a little rematch in the works, however, between a certain insect and you, Fonzie. And she's on her way right now. Yeah, but remember that one day she wanted the rematch after what happened and we never got around to it? Rematch of what? It was uh, she'll be coming in here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, however, so be 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 ready. And so, folks, we're going to get her in on the line here in just a few minutes, however. we're Like I said, we're going to hear from her in just a few minutes. Wait. We're just waiting on her right now as we speak, and, of course, she will give us her. Remember you guys see one of the rematch, Howard? I mean, you said the last time, I think it was, Howard. Was... All right, she'll be here in two minutes, folks. So, folks, here we go, two minutes. Uh, I think the last time that happened, however, if I remember, however, I think, who was it that, I mean, I know it was supposed to, uh, in fact, you know what, I'm going to turn over the trivia question, in fact, hold on a second, Chad has now left the line, so I think Chad will be on his way too, so that means something's up here, folks, we're going to have Chad on the line with us too, folks, so get ready, this promised to be a good last 45 minutes here, this is going to be a fun 45 minutes for you guys, because Chad might be coming on the line with us too, folks, and giving us his thoughts, however, so. Folks, get ready. Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw could be on his way into the studio as we speak. However, ladies and gentlemen, whoops, I made a mistake on that. So we're gonna we're gonna get this thing up and running here, folks. This is gonna be a crazy show. Last 45 minutes, and there he is now. Speaking of the devil, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, is Dick Vitale's favorite announcer. He is the round ball of our. Uh, Radio Network, if you will, and he likes to have hoop dreams while doing so. And I know he loves me saying those words. He is Mr. Tar Heel himself, Roy Williams' favorite person. Here he is from Trinity, North Carolina, where hopefully it's a little warmer down there, however, even though it's not too bad right now. Please welcome to the network, ladies and gentlemen, the head haunt show, if you will, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. Chad, how are you today? Uh, I'm doing uh, super. Uh... Yeah, uh, but it's kind of windy out here right now, but uh, but nonetheless, it's uh, it hasn't been it hasn't been that bad. Um, yeah, just just to reiterate what y'all were talking about here, uh-huh. and I was been listening here. Uh, I actually did believe around this watch this match on YouTube yesterday, uh-huh. and fair enough. I mean, that's that actually that's the only, really the only time I ever seen the Undertaker with that bird. Yeah, it was at number nine. It was the first I think it was number seven he debuted, I think. I thought he, that did, he, did, he, he did debut at seven. You're right, Fonzie. But at the same yeah. time, however, it was nine when he brought out the bird. And I remember now... Paul Bear didn't have, it was just Paul Bear he walked out there with. Oh, and I, remember, yeah. and I remember now, however, what the question was supposed to be about. However, the trivia question. Chad, glad you're on the line. Of course, Gerard, unfortunately, could not be with us, however, for the last little bit unless the prior obligation came up. And that's understandable. We'll talk to him down the road. And GTS, we're all thinking of you above. We hope you come back 
back to the radio network tomorrow and uh, rejoin us as well. It was the trivia contest that you and Michelle set up a while back for Christmas. I think Chad remembers this between you guys involving Seth Rollins. So that's where we're at. The Seth Rollins trivia challenge, believe it or not, between you and Michelle, because remember she won against Brock. And then she asked if you wanted to rematch her in a match with Seth Rollins. You gave in, I think. I remember Chad remembers this, I think, too. John, I think you remember this, too. That right before Christmas, you guys set a date. At some point down the road, you guys would be facing each other in the Seth Rollins trivia. Do you remember that now? that you know he was able to uh you know get by 
get by the the way uh, the, the you know the way he, the, as well as he did. I mean, why you know you know why uh, uh, why in the world did uh, you know he last as long as he did? They want to utilize him. Well, it was, it was beyond me. Why did they keep him on? I mean, uh, but the thing about it is, he was a real trooper throughout all of it. Uh, uh, so. Yeah. All in all, I mean, he was he was one, like I said, one of the true, true uh, one of the true greats there, and I hope he definitely gets picked up here big time. So, uh, excuse me, there, gentlemen, I will be right back. Okay, oh. and while Chad's stepping out, ladies and gentlemen, let us remind you how we are now holding off on more of our trivia of Mania moments, however, because coming up in a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, we have been promising you this for weeks on end, and finally we're going to get our way here shortly. The Black Widow herself, Michelle Lindod's one half of the six-person women's tag team championships, however, will take on the Heartbreak Kid in a ten-question standoff involving... Seth freaking Rollins, if you will. And of course, uh, speaking of Seth Rollins, uh, we've talked about Seth Rollins in the past, guys. I mean, still three weeks out from WrestleMania. I do think we're going to see him in the ring. I just have that feeling. Tell me. I mean, I know. And speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, here she is now. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the air one half of the six person women's duo, ladies and gentlemen. She is Seth Rollins' number one fan, if you will, from Palmyra, Virginia, where hopefully it is staying nice and cool for the time being until the storm arrives. She is ready to leash a storm, however, shall we say. And we want to congratulate her and her son, Kale, for this past weekend making it to the States. She is the Black Widow herself, the M to the L to the D, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, how are you today? I am okay. That is good to hear you. Well, you got Chad, who will be back on the line in a few minutes. you got Fonzie, you got myself, <laughs> and you got John. Uh, first off, as I mentioned, congratulations to Kale for making it to States. We are all very, very pleased to hear of his effort this past weekend in taking the top spot overall. Yeah, talk about crazy shit. That last match was mm-hmm. 36 seconds and done. Wow, quick, very quick. Yeah. Well, speaking of quick, and I mentioned it to the guys earlier, and I was going to tell Chad about this. I heard yesterday in the Garden, apparently, Brock Lesnar didn't take long, however, defeating Kevin Owens, however, in two minutes there at the Garden House show yesterday. Uh, we, were, we were just talking about Jack Swagger being given his release today by WWE. I was going to ask Chad his thoughts on where he's going to go next. I'm going to get your take on uh, this whole thing involving Jack Swagger. And also now there's talk that Rusev might not be competing at WrestleMania. What's your spin and take? Oh, poor Rusev. I won't miss him. That's all I can say on that. Jack Swagger, um, I really don't want to see him go to TNA right now. Uh, I think that they should probably put him on NXT, because he's not going to go to Ring of Honor or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Certainly. Well, we'll have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see. And I believe Chad has returned to the line now. Chad, are you back with us? Okay, Chad is not with us. Well, in the meantime, however, uh, some other stories coming out, of course. It was announced earlier today and has not yet been confirmed to us that William Regal will be going into the Hall of Fame possibly as early as this week, so that is very good to see. Also, uh, Detroit Rock City will be hosting the final Monday Night Raw in their facility tonight, however. Uh, John and I weighed in with our memories of uh, the Joe Louis Arena being hosting uh, many events there over the years. Uh, your thoughts about the Joe hosting the last Raw there tonight in Detroit Rock City, Michelle? Um, that's a good call <clears throat> on their part. Yes. I think it would be really good. Certainly. 
Well, we're going to have to see, of course, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned, and of course, uh, two weeks from tomorrow, we know that the Black Widow will be attending the SmackDown tape live from the Richmond Coliseum in the legendary city of Richmond, Virginia. Of course, tomorrow night, SmackDown and 205 Live will be held, however, in Pittsburgh at the PPG Paints Arena there in Pittsburgh. Uh, we and, also and, and when I leave and anybody hears my trunk making noise and kicking, it's just I, I kidnap Randy Orton, that's all. Okay. All right, there you go. And we just heard also talking about 205 Live, Michelle, and I mentioned a few minutes ago, we heard that Cedric Alexander will now be out three to five months due to a knee injury. We understand this is according to a pro wrestling sheet I just heard a little while ago. So apparently he will not be in action for quite a while and will be maybe needing surgery, so he will be out about three to five months. So that is a bad, bad break, no pun intended, involving uh, Mr. Cedric Alexander. Uh, Chad, are you back with us? Yes, it is. Uh, Chad, are you back with us now? Yes, I am. Okay, and uh, well, Chad, no, that was not him. Yeah, what? I think it was. Chad. That wasn't. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Chad. Yeah, it was Chad. Chad's right here. Yeah. Okay, well, folks, here we go. We have been waiting for this for a while now, and it has finally come to fruition. After many months, however, it will now be the showdown that we have waited all this time, and I will be keeping score. And we will all be getting a turn in questions, except for the two participants. So, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We're going to get the ring intro from none other than Mr. WCW himself. My fault. My fault. Oh, what, 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 what's your fault, John? Um, I accidentally hung up. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's, well it's your back. Okay, no problem. You're back on the line, and he slipped there. That's okay. Stand okay. in the corner, John. Stand in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. This is again a ten question standoff to see who knows the best about the architect Seth Rollins. So again, it will be myself, John, and Chad rotating on questions. So the two competitors, please enter the ring. And with that said, let us get the festivities underway with our ring announcer, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. Chad, the stage is yours now. Okay. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that was that was in style, guys. That was good, ding, yes. ding, ding. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see. The following contest is, of course, the Seth Rollins Challenge, uh, and of course, scheduled for. Uh, let's do an even. We'll do an even ten questions yes. here. Even ten questions here. Uh, <clears throat> uh, currently, to my and y'all, I know y'all probably stand in different positions, but yeah. trust me, it's worked a lot better whenever I say it because it always, always looks so cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to my left, um, <clears throat> from um, from of course from Royal Virginia, uh, weighing in at five hundred pounds. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't know how much you weigh. I'm doing the big show. I'm just joking with you. I'm joking. Don't ruin my moment here, guys. He is the human suplex machine. John is not that. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. John, I got that wrong. Okay. John, you're talking. That's what threw me off. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. We'll get the second. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> All right. Haley from uh, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He is the 
heartbreak kid, and also, of course, he is a 2017 WWUS Hall of Famer. He is, he is, of course, the one and the only fun. Yeah. And in a minute. That's all right. Don't worry. I'll make this quick. I'll make this quick. Okay. Hailing from Palmyra, Virginia, she is, of course, a 2015 Hall of Famer. She is the one and the only, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. And I may be returned. I may not. So just continue to ask questions. If I don't get back on, I apologize. Okay. No problem. All right. So, gentlemen and ladies, come to the center of the ring, shake hands, and when you hear the bell, come out of swinging. Are you ready? So this is between me, John, and Fonzie? No, uh, John, you're not in this, right? Right. Yeah, so John and I will be asking the questions between you and Fonzie, Michelle. (laughs) I was so confused. I was like, what? That's okay. (laughs) No, he's doing his big show growl there. I thought thought, thought it was a triple threat. No, this is between you and Fonzie. Okay, guys, here we go. Ten questions. May the best person win. And when we're ready to go, at the sound of the bell, John will sound it when we're ready to go. John, do we have the bell ready? Yes, we do. I'll, I'll do it myself. Okay, please. All right, there you go, folks. The bell is now sounded. Here we go. Question number one for you both. Okay. We know Seth Rollins was born in the state of Iowa. But what city in Iowa was he born in? And here are your choices. A, Des Moines. B, Iowa City. C, Buffalo. Or D, Davenport. Where was he born at? And I will start the questioning with Fonzie. Can you repeat the... the yes, yes, I will. Blah, 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 blah. What city in this... Yes, I will repeat the question and the answers again. We yeah. know Seth Rollins was born in Iowa, but what city in Iowa was he born in? Your choices are <coughs> A, Des Moines, B, Davenport, C... I'm going to say A. I'm going to say A. Okay, Des Moines, is that your final answer? Yes, it is. Okay, Michelle? Buffalo, Iowa... Final. And the answer is correct. Michelle gets one point, and it was Buffalo, Iowa. So one nothing in favor of what? Michelle. Yes, he was. He was born in Buffalo, Iowa. Yes, he was. I know it's an unusual city. It is located, however, in Scott County and part of the Quad Cities, believe it or not. So there you go. Okay, John, you're next. Tower question number two. Okay. Um. Stephon won the NXT Championship for the first time. Who did he beat to win the NXT title? All right. A, Bo Dallas. B, Husky Harris, who we all know is Bray Wyatt. C, Jinder Mahal. Or D, Darren Young. Oh, good one there. Okay. And since Michelle went last, should we start with Fonzie this time? Uh, yes. Okay, Fonzie, you've heard the choices and the names, please. No, Michelle, Michelle went last, so... Oh, yes, Michelle, Michelle's got to go first. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry, sorry, okay, Michelle. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Michelle, let me see. Um, 
what, uh, John, can you read just the choices again one more time, please? Okay. Jinder Mahal, um, Jinder Mahal, Bo Dallas, Husky Harris, and Darren Young. Jinder Mahal, final answer. Okay. Fonzie? I'm going to say the, the, it's Bray Wyatt, the C. Uh, Michelle is right. Two zero, Michelle. What? Yep. Yes, it was Cinema Hall in 2012. <laughs> Good guess. I though. told you. I told you, John. Uh, JD. You're trying. I'm over two. That's all right. So early yet? Don't worry. Okay, guys. Here's a good one. I will go back to, and since Chad's off the line right now, I will go back to me once again. Okay, guys. Here we go. This is going to be a true or false question now. True or false? Before beginning his career, however, mind you, however, on the main roster, Seth Rollins had debuted with another name to his character on a dark match show. True or false? Bonzi? I'm going to get this wrong anyway, so I'm going to say true. All right. Michelle? In a dark match? In a dark match before he, uh, when he made his debut, however, first time. Yes, not before when he came up from NXT, long before NXT. As another character name of his character. He made his debut as another character's name, however, that he was known as at the time. I got a uh, phone call. I'll be right back. Okay, Don, go ahead. Um, hey, did you get hey. plenty of soda? Did you get a plenty of sodas last night? Uh, no, I didn't. You got two things of soda, didn't you? Yes, I did. All right, do you have enough? All right, John, yes, can I do. Take, John, can you switch out on this one? Because we're kind of tied up right now. Oh, sorry. That's fine. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Okay, Michelle, okay. go ahead. Um, oh, shit. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Okay, John, no problem. Uh, I'm going... That's what I'm going to say. Um, well, I mean, he went by Tyler Black, but... I'm going to say true. I, 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 you I, both I were right. Yes, it is true. Lopez as Tyler Black did make his WWE debut in a dark yeah. match in September 2010 prior to the SmackDown taping defeating Trent Beretta. You each get a point. Woo-hoo! Yes. So, Michelle's up 3-1 to one now. Okay. And while John's out, however, Chad is uh, hopefully going to be back with us shortly. Okay. Here's another one. Oh, okay, Chad. Right now, it is 3-1 to one right now in favor of Michelle. Uh, John will be right back. You get the next question. Okay. How many are we up to right now? We're at the fourth one right now. Fourth one right now. Okay. That's Chad. Uh, uh, okay. 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 All right. Let me see. Mm, I don't know if you've done this one here or not, but I'm going to get this one. 
I'm just trying to figure out how to word it. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I got it. I got it. <clears throat> okay. <coughs> okay. Technically, this is a Seth Rollins question, but the answer is going to be a different person. So keep that in mind. Uh, okay, I got it here. So, <clears throat> let's see. On the Monday Night Raw, that Seth Rollins turned his back on the Shield and joined the Authority was the same night that what former Evolution member quit WWE. And I will go to Fonzie. I will go to Fonzie first. I'm back, guys. Okay. Okay, okay, John. Is that me or Fonzie? Fonzie. Fonzie's first. Yeah, no, I I went first last time. You went first last time, so it's Michelle. Michelle. Okay, well then, MLD, I'll go to you first. Dave, the animal Batista, final answer. (laughs) Fonzie. I don't know. What was what was the question again, Chad? I'm sorry. I'm just like that's okay. The question the question was this. The Monday Night Raw that Seth Rollins turned his back on the Shield was the same night that what former member of Evolution quit the WWE? Mm-hmm. 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 Was Dave Batista? But you all are correct. It was Batista. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but she still won anyway. It's still, <laughs> it's still close. It's forty-two. It's still, it's, still, it's still a close match, though. John's up next, though. <sighs> okay. All right. Seth Rollins cashed in money in the bank at WrestleMania 31. Who did he pin to win the title? And this is going to be a two, two, two questions. Okay. Not four. Yeah, Just two. Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar? J.D., who went first? Uh, the last time it was Michelle, so it's Fonzie. So, Fonzie, I'm going to start with you. Okay. All right, what was it? Uh, Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar? Which one did Rollins pin to win the money in the bank when he cashed in money in the bank? Who was the person that he ended up pinning and took the title off of at that time? Roman or Batista? Uh, no, no, Roman no Shady. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar or Roman. Sorry. My mistake. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Thanks, John. All right. So Roman was a champion. No, Roman wasn't champion. Brock was champion. Throw the question out. We'll do it again. Okay. Seth Rollins, who did Seth Rollins beat at WrestleMania to cash in his money in the bank and won the WWE title? A, Roman Reigns, or B, Brock Lesnar? Okay. Okay. So uh, you said Brock Lesnar was the champion? No, he wasn't. 
Yeah, he was. Was he? Yes, yeah. he was. Okay, so... And it was a... Tr- uh, so, okay, yeah. Uh, it was Roman Reigns. Final answer, he pinned Roman Reigns. Okay, Michelle? Ah, <laughs> uh, it was Roman Reigns. And both of you are correct. Okay. Whoa, whoa, huh? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Got, got hold on, hold on a second. I'm not, I'm not questioning, I'm not questioning, I'm not questioning. Yeah. I'm just... Uh, and JD, I'm, I don't mean to rain on the parade. No, 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 no. Because I'm picturing this in my mind when this happened. No, 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 no. no I know. I'm, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. I was right. Roman Reigns was the champion. Let the question go. Let the question go. Hold that one out, guys. Hold it up. No, no, JD, JD, listen. Yeah. Let the question go. That's what we're going to do. We'll hold that out. Yeah. Give them the point. That, what I mean is give them the point is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. But let me let me explain yeah. why. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 Seth Rollins ran down there. Yes. With the briefcase. Yes. Yes. And he went. Yeah. No. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let's be careful. He ran down there with the briefcase. He gave it to the ref. He says, "I'm going to cash it in." He takes yeah. Roman. He takes the Roman was already down. He kicks Roman out yep. of the ring. He took out Brock. He took out Brock. He wasn't Roman. He took out Brock. He kicked Roman out right. of the ring. Roman was down. Right. Roman was down. Roman was already down. But, but Brock kicked out, and then he went. He went to Roman. <clears throat> well, I'm just saying that much. Sure sure Roman was kicked out of the ring though whenever Seth first entered it. Right, but I'm pretty sure that he curb stopped Roman or whatever the move was he did. I can't remember off the top of my head, and he pinned Roman. Okay, let me. Uh, I, I'm not. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, I apologize for confusing matters with this. Let me let me double check. Let me let me look at something. Okay? Wait, I got. Look, I'm, I've got right here. I'm looking at it right here. I got it right here. I got it okay, right here. Okay, hold on. Hold on. We'll continue this in a minute, guys. Okay. Because, because this is my because because I'm I'm bringing this up and I'll and okay I'll, and will and will and will we'll on, continue this here in a minute, guys. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. What let's see. Uh, no, no, no. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here, gun. Come here. Where are you at? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. The thing was, the match was considered a triple threat because he cashed in the match. He catched in the briefcase. Originally, it was supposed to be Brock, Brock and Roman Reigns. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Hold on. I'm I'm reading it. Give me a minute. Give me a minute here. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I'm not questioning anybody's. No. no. Nobody knows their stuff. I know. It's just that I remember that like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. 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 Wait, wait, wait. I retract what I say. That's what it says. He capitalized with a contract. He pinned him. Okay, fine. Forget what I said. Just forget what I said. Okay. Just forget what I said. Y'all can slap me. Okay. All right. 
All right, so right now, guys. Okay, I do remember that part happening, yes. I do remember that happening. No, I know. Okay. I do remember that happening. Okay. Okay, so, so it's like five, said, right, right now me. at the moment we're at five three. It's five three now still. It's a close. Okay. Well, I hate to I hate to say this. Yes. Well, we're gonna have to finish it next week. I just got a message from Caleb's coaches, and we have to go meet him. Okay, real quick, if you have time, real quick, Michelle, just give us your raw rating, main event prediction, if you could, real quick. I'm sorry. Can we please finish it next week? I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's fine. We'll go to raw rating predictions then to, with everyone else, and we'll finish this next um, week. I'm going to say 2-2, two, two, and I'm going to say it has just something to do with Brock. No. No, 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 no. I'm going to say um, Undertaker. No, 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 no. I'm going to say something with Roman Reigns. I get that feeling. He's going to run his mouth. He's probably going to get his ass kicked. I don't know. Something with that. All right. We'll talk to you next week, Michelle. Thanks a lot. Okay. All, All right. right. Thank you. Okay. All right, guys. So well, at the guys. moment, we will hold this off until next week. It is 5-3 in favor of the Black Widow. We will now go to Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw quickly with his raw ratings and predictions for tonight's show in Detroit Rock City. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a good show here. Of course, it should, it should be a out here. It being the last 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 show in the Joe Lewis Arena. Uh, uh, let's see. I will give it a 2. I will say a 2-4. And... And I am oh boy. And I will I'm gonna say uh uh I'm gonna actually have to agree with Michelle. I think it's gonna be something along the lines that I that's either Roman Reigns running off here saying something about the Undertaker or it's gonna possibly be another encounter between KO and Jericho and Lee and Yes. All right, very John, roll off on the music for a minute. Okay. Very good there, Chad. And we will catch up with you uh, later this week. I will talk to you on Wednesday. I will be at SmackDown tomorrow, but I will talk to you then. All right, JD. Uh, have fun with SmackDown. We'll talk to you, uh, we'll talk to you like I said, uh, Wednesday during our triple threat. So, okay. Care, Sounds good. Thanks, Chad. All right, folks. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Uh, Mr. Dojo, Chad, inside the game. The reason you heard this is because I went to the bathroom. That's all right. Well, unfortunately, Michelle had to go, and so did Chad. We want to thank both Michelle and Chad for coming online. Black Widow herself, one half of the six-person women's duo. That brings you Women's Revolution each and every week, of course. Uh, the last, uh, the beautiful, beautiful Black Widow, Michelle Lindard, Michelle Lindard, I'm going from Palmyra, Virginia. And, of course, we also want to thank King NWO Dr. T. Smith for coming on the line today, as well as Mr. W. himself from Trinity, North Carolina. Uh, John, we'll go to you next. The last Raw in Detroit. What's it going to be in the ratings, and what is our main event tonight in your eyes? The last Raw in Detroit. Hmm. There's been talk of Finn Bauer coming back. So I yeah, guess I, I've heard that too. Yes, I've heard that too. I think that's going to happen. And for the match, yeah, I will have to say Samoa Joe. Although I said this last February, last week, a good good match between Samoa Joe and Chris Jericho. Uh-huh. I think they're going to do it again. Samoa Joe and Chris Jericho, one more time, you think? Okay, and what's our rating? Two point five. Ooh, okay. I'm going to go 2.3, and I think our main event's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be Sami Zayn and Finn Balor teaming up, taking on, however, Samoa Joe and KO. That's my prediction for tonight. Fonzie, what about you? What is the rating going to be, however, in Detroit Rock City? Last week they were almost at a 2-3. They did pretty well last week. But what do they do tonight in the final show at the Joe? Uh, is somebody going to be there today? Any wrestler? 
Uh, we know Brock Lesnar's been advertised. We understand Finn Balor's on his way back to the roster, however. Uh, they're going up, of course, against the Bachelor finale. Uh, they are also got uh, some uh, the women's selection show, but not too much going on tonight. What do you think is going to happen in Detroit tonight? I'm going to say 2-1. Mm-hmm. And the main event will probably be the women's championship. So Bailey will take on who? Uh, Bailey will take on uh Well last week was what? Uh no, you know what? There was no women's match last could... Yeah it was. Yeah it was. It was a women's match last week. That's right, it was Sasha and uh Bailey taking on each other last week, however. Yeah, to and uh Sasha going to WrestleMania so to make it a triple threat match. Does Nia Jax enter her uh, hat into the ring, do you feel? Nah, I think it's going to be Nia Jax coming in. Okay, so it'll be uh, Bailey versus Nia? Nia? Yeah. Bailey the... versus Nia. Yeah, and it's going to be for the WWE title. Okay. Uh, for the rest. For the woman's title. Okay. Well, guys, yeah. Ken, you guys got some great predictions tonight, however, and we want to thank you. Of course, don't forget, next week, ladies and gentlemen, we will continue the Seth Rollins Challenge. It is 5-3 to three now in favor of the Black Widow, however. But, again, anything could change, however. We do want to thank you all for listening for episode number 84. Next week, we will continue the Seth Rollins Challenge. We will continue with the top 10 non-great moments of WrestleMania history. Again, I do want to thank you all for listening in today. I do want to thank Mr. WCW Chad Inshaw for coming along, along with the Black Widow, Michelle Lindards, King of your T. Smith, and also my colleagues, Fonzie, and, of course, John Gross. Of course, don't forget to check out John, of course, tonight on Facebook.com after 11 o'clock with his Raw rant. Of course, he does it every Monday night, Howard. And, of course, soon it will be baseball season, and we'll have a lot to talk about coming up in the weeks to come. And as we take you out tonight, of course, uh, I will tell you more about SmackDown Live when I will be there tomorrow night. Howard, John, not yet. Uh, I will be there tomorrow night, but you will be back with me, of course, Wednesday night for our Triple Threat Howard Live. Howard, it should be a great show tomorrow night, Pittsburgh. And on those, on those of you in the East Coast, as I've mentioned here many times today, and I'll mention one last time, please be safe, please be careful careful out there in the storm today from D.C., Baltimore, Boston, New York City, Philadelphia. It's going to be snowing pretty heavily with Stella coming in. Yeah, we're going to get a little bit of snow. Baby, we're not getting that much. Yeah, but at we're, all. Yeah, we're, we're lucky. Until but, like Tuesday evening. Yeah, Tuesday night, we'll Wednesday. We'll three and a five, and then yeah, we'll be but, it. Yeah. Tonight, we're only getting one to three. Right, but... But, but, but the snow but, advisory will be from tonight at 10... Yep. So 11 tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. Yes, but... but and the wind advisory is going to be gusting up to 60 miles an hour, so... Right, yeah, but... but the, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just so. going to say, yeah, those who are out there in the wind tower, in those, like, not our city, but our cities, like, in Michelle's neck of the woods, like, in uh, John's neck of the woods, and for all those people... All over the Eastern Seaboard, New York City, Philadelphia, Boston, Baltimore. Please be careful out there. Please be safe because mm-hmm. of the storm. It is coming, Howard. It will be gone before you know, but just be safe and be careful out there. So, for now, we're going to leave you with a little music tonight. I do want to thank my colleagues again. We'll talk to you soon, Howard. And so, this is the Iceman, along with the Human Suplex Machine, the Heartbreak Kid, Mr. WCW, the Head Bigwig himself, the Black Widow, and the King, saying so long from ringside. We'll talk to you again next Monday, same time, with more wrestling talk here on Raw Radio. Have a great night, everyone. Have a great week, and happy St. Patty's Day, everyone. A little early, however, as it's going to be a good St. Patrick's Day, I'm sure, for you all. So be safe out there this week. John, take us out, please.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.